The following is a paid program on this station. The views expressed on this program are general in nature and are not intended to be investment advice. Any discussion of individual securities should not be considered as a recommendation or solicitation by the presenters. Securities offered through Cateray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Good morning and welcome to Retirement Freedom, a program about how to realize your retirement dreams with hosts Shane Kloniger, Susan Carter, and Alex Carter, and sponsored by SC Financial Group, an independent advisory investment firm located in Bellevue, Washington. Retirement Freedom is live call-in radio designed to help you understand the world of investments and answer your personal financial questions, not just about wealth accumulation, but also about wealth distribution, how to grow your money, how to keep it safe, and how to plan for retirement. The lines are open so you can call in and ask your financial and retirement questions at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. And now, here are your hosts for Retirement Freedom, Shane, Susan, and Alex. Well, good morning, everybody. Shane Kloniger here. Susan Carter, Alex Carter with me, uh, coming to you live this morning on 770. Uh, It's kind of our inaugural show, so I appreciate all you listening in. And uh, actually, uh, we had a show on KTTH uh, many years ago. Uh, this is our ninth year with Retirement Freedom, so we're very blessed that way to be able to do what we love. And uh, But we had a great show on Sundays, and we decided we wanted to just do Saturdays. That's right. Keep Sundays for ourselves. That's right. And uh, here we are. Uh, we've been waiting for this spot for a long time. We're uh, so excited about excited being We're excited about being here on a Saturday. And, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're ready to go. We're ready to go here. If you go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com, what you're going to find is you're going to find a lot about us. We're based out of Bellevue, Washington. You can see our whole team. You can see what we're about. Uh, we do a lot of education around the Puget Sound, whether it's on the radio, whether it's on workshops, whether it's individually. Uh, we've got... Uh, uh, a lot, we believe, a lot to offer around financial planning, investment management, income management. Uh, we cover it all. We are open to any question that you have. Uh, we are more than happy to answer it here on 770. Also, when you're going to scfinancialgroup.com, uh, what you're going to find there is also we will post topics over the weeks that you can download, print, take it, whatever you want to do. Uh, we'll talk about it on the air. You can always call us during the week in our office, and we'd be happy to discuss anything that you'd like to talk about. Uh, this week, what we really focus in on, which is the topic really of the last quarter, I believe, is this tax package, guys. And uh, wow, is this a package or what? I mean, when they say package, th- this is this is amazing that they were able to actually get this much through. Yeah. Legislatively, it's, it's, it's a packed package. Yeah. It really is. It yeah. is is amazing. It's amazing from from start to finish, starting with the the name. Just so we we've laughed about this a lot. The Tax Cut and Jobs Act, just straight to the point. No no, no messing around with that. And then once you get past the first page and, and that delight, you know that there's a lot to uncover in that. And you know we've talked a lot about that already. Uh, you know, in in past uh, shows and with lots of clients and what we're talking about on Tuesday at our next event. That's that's full. Um, but we're gonna be talking a lot about the impact of the tax changes and, of course, specifically on the individuals and how that impacts them, their taxes, their investing, and then, of course, the larger economics as a whole. So there's a lot to uncover in that. Ton of stuff. Particularly, uh, it's confusing for a lot of people because there's a lot that has changed in terms of 
how much do you get for your deductions? Um, can I still deduct? What happened to my exemptions? Um, what what's going on here, folks? Do I need? Am I going to be filing on a postcard or not? Yeah, here's the thing: when you're dealing no. with these big packages, the answer is no. Packages, <laughs> there's going to be some stuff in here that applies to you. There's going to be some stuff that's not. When you're dealing with a thousand pages, do you really want to go through all thousand pages? No. It's almost better to wait for somebody to summarize what the real effect is going to be to you personally. Hey, how about that? What are we doing? What are we doing <laughs> right now? We are going to summarize yeah, yeah. and take out a lot of this fluff and this garbage you don't need to know about. But what are the things that are affecting the the majority of Americans, uh, and and how is that going to look for you for 2018? On should you be designing your finances different? Should you be uh, handling uh, some transactions different that will affect you on your taxes? Because we all know that's the one thing is once a transaction's done, you can't reverse it. You have to record it. So sometimes it's better not to do a transaction in a particular year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the biggest benefit to you. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, but most importantly is. This tax package is beneficial. Yeah. I, you know, and, and I think that when we, we've talked about this on other shows, is that if, if you're trying to figure out for yourself what part of this tax package is a positive, what I can tell you is throw a dart. There are so many positives inside of this tax package that you have to at least understand from a, a conceptual and summarized level what is in here. And then from there, I think, then you go down to the detail. You say, does this affect me really? Because here's the thing is that w- this isn't the first time that we've seen this nice, beautiful, glossy tax package come out. Usually they say tax package, but it's really not. It's a couple items that are embedded in something. Uh, but for the most part, I really think this is for the first time in my career. Uh, I'm seeing so many pieces that will boost the GDP. Yeah. yeah exactly. What do you guys think? Well, what I was thinking is that even if it doesn't materially affect the amount you pay personally in taxes, you might get somewhat of a small break. It still could be a huge impact on your life because of what you just said. I think that there's a lot here that's going to really help us with growing this country's GDP. I think a lot of people have now got the hope that employers are going to be opening up jobs. Mm -hmm. And the more jobs there are, the more good-paying jobs there are by bringing that money back from overseas, by lowering the corporate tax rate. What we're doing here is really giving everyone a pay raise called full employment, which is my dearest dream, Mm -hmm. is that we will see a a large number of people re-entering the workforce. And if, you know, there's benefit to every family in that. You know, everyone's paying more taxes. Schools are better subsidized. Everything, roads, you name it. It's, sure. I, it comes all the way around. So I'm really hopeful. Well, I, you know, I think the biggest part of this is that uh, when you're looking at your investments and you're, you're trying to decipher which one of these will greatly move one direction or the other. Yeah. When I, when I heard that them lowering the tax rate and actually the corporate tax rate and actually being able to make that happen, the first thing that popped into my mind was small companies. Absolutely. Small companies. You always hear about the bigger companies and how many uh, you know, accountants and, and, and tax accountants and tax attorneys, everybody they throw at getting that, ta- that effective tax rate down. And then you hear that that's my baseline now. The first thing I thought of is, Small to mid companies, true small to mid companies, mm-hmm. not the the mids, the the new mids that used to be the old large caps, but you know these smaller companies. This is a big boost for them. 
Yeah, it's a huge boost for them. That, the, well, you know, we we've talked about this before. You know, just getting to the stats of things that you know, small businesses employ a majority of the workforce in this country. You know, they're the big mega stores, mega companies that get a lot of the headlines, but they are not the mass employer. You know, it's the small businesses. Um, and that's where the pass-through changes, the, how they're taxing pass-through income, the huge changes there. Um, but, yeah, you know, Shane, like you, you were saying, the you know taxes that the mega companies pay is already pretty darn low. You know the, those are the ones that get the attention. You know we've all heard about GE paying you know zero dollars in taxes in the U.S. Things like that. Yeah. You know they've got the the accounting departments. They they have you know uh, their accounting departments are the size of mid-sized companies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're already going to be you know they're paying lower taxes. But where the the biggest impact will be is on the small and mid who happen to be the you know largest employers, but they just don't get the headlines. You know that they're their offices aren't in necessarily in Cupertino, California, or New York City, but you know they're spread across the country, and that's where the individuals come into play. You know that's where it goes from the pass-through business of small business owner to the that one and only worker. They're going to feel a huge benefit from this, and I think that's just because they're not on TV and they're not on the radio all the time that it's just overlooked. More people working, better the economy. No, yeah, certainly. Yeah, and if you want a if you want a copy of, of just a summarized version of this, you can go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com and just click right there on the bottom right, and you'll be able to pull this up. This is all complimentary. Also, if you want a a, a good newsletter that kind of uh, goes through and scrubs a lot of these different stories for you and uh, delivers it in a very concise manner, also sign up for our workshop or I'm sorry, our newsletter, which is uh, right there and available also. And then we have a workshop coming up, which is uh, coming up in February. Our, 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 our January one's closed. Completely mm-hmm. full. Yeah. But the one in February is going to be coming up. And it is, uh, you know, our approach to this is we're going to talk about the tax package and what affects you. Also, it's called a, behind, a look behind the curtain, which is we're taking a uh, well, I shouldn't say we're taking a look. We're letting you take a look at us behind the scenes and the way that we're managing assets, et cetera, around exchange traded funds, mutual funds, et cetera, whatever it is. We'll also be there to answer all the questions. I think you're going to get a lot out of this. Whether you're more of an investment type person or you, you, you're really looking more for a financial planner type of an approach, uh, you're going to get both. That's what we do. We do a lot of financial planning, investment management, and income management. And, and, and here's the thing, guys, is income management is, is different than just saying financial planning. It's completely different. And I don't think that most people realize that. Well, financial planning is setting a course for accumulating your resources, figuring out at a general level when you're going to be releasing those to support yourself through your retirement. With income planning, it's like coming down to, from that 10,000-foot level. Now you're down on the ground, and you it's literally being surgically, strategically precise about where are you pulling your income the thought that goes into how we pull income from assets is as important as the thought that went into growing those assets, meaning you don't want to ever sell uh, anything when it's a be- at a beat up price. You got to be very, very careful about the, the, um, the taxation. You have to be careful about whether or not it's, it's in a plus position or not. You always want to preserve uh, your, your, um, your choices for later. Income planning is a really, really precise thing and it can make, it can make all the difference between money lasting seven years or 
twice that long. Well, yeah. Just by example. You you know, know? The, the, well, there's so many layers to it. You know, the, there's you know, the, the big question that so many people have is, you know, okay, I've amassed this amount of money and I want to retire. How do I do it? What's the most effective, efficient way to do it? And so, you know, we start, like you were saying, Susan, on the higher level of, okay, what, what are the, uh, a taxation. What are the types of accounts that you have? Uh, are, are they tax deferred assets? Are they qualified plans? Roth money, uh, taxable money? Do you have you know pensions? You have social securities? You have rental income? You know, looking at all those sources, and of course, you know, if you have things like pensions or social securities, you know, trying to maximize those and when to start them as a date. Sometimes a using. In. Uh, using your assets to bridge a gap. You know, if you're retiring at 64 and your full retirement 66, can you use your assets to bridge those two years before you turn on Social Security, getting the, those credit into your Social Security, something you paid into your entire life? And what we do is we just, you know, build these the this retirement analysis for individuals and we, we play with all these variables, you know, that we go through and we do the what-if scenarios of how, how would you, you know, it's kind of like we're able to live the life, you know, mathematically or financially. Right planning so many times so that when we you know come to somebody we say hey this is the most efficient way to do it but not only that if your life changes in certain respects this is how we would adapt to continue you on that right path and not to just add one more layer of complexity it also depends upon where the market is where how how is it shifting and rotating that's what i love about the workshop that we put together and you can come to in february is you really have the intersection of what's going on in the world with what's going on in your life, mm-hmm. how you've already structured your, your investments. You bring, and as you said, also your passive streams of income. There is a strategic way that you take advantage of all of those things, and it stretches your money so much further. No, I agree. If you want to learn more about us, go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com. We're based in Bellevue, Washington. Once again, that's SC financialgroup.com. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to take a, any calls if they come in. First of all, always a priority, the calls. Then we're also going to uh, uh, dig into a little bit of the tax reform. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do that. The number to call, 800-465-8770. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. You can call with any financial question under the sun. I don't care what it is. I'll take a shot at answering for you. Once again, that's 800 800- Four six five eight seven seventy. Listen with Shane, Susan, and Alex. Stay with us. We're coming right back. You're listening to Retirement Freedom. The lines are open for your calls at one eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. That's eight hundred four six five eight seven seven zero. Shane, Susan, and Alex will be right back. Hi, this is Susan Carter from the Retirement Freedom Show. You have two choices in building your retirement nest egg. You can go it alone or seek the advice of professionals. At SC Financial Group, we take great pride in the amount of time we invest in educating each one of our clients. We believe a well-educated investor who continues to learn about their individual portfolios, taxation and income needs has less fear of these same topics. We also believe with less fear of the unknown, better decisions are possible. Don't run with the fearful pack. Come to our educational retirement workshop and let us build your knowledge base and confidence. Our next dinner workshop will be on Tuesday, January 9th in our Bellevue office at 6.30 p.m. Call to RSVP 425-451-2950 or go to our website, scfinancialgroup.com, and sign up today. Once again, the number to call, 425-451-2950 or our website, scfinancialgroup.com. 
Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, this is Alex Carter, Certified Financial Planner, and I am here to discuss rule number one of my five fundamental strategies for achieving financial success. The first rule in financial planning is to make sure you have set aside an appropriate amount of money for an emergency fund. The best strategy for financial planning is addressing the potential immediate concerns before you move on to future goals. So what is an appropriate emergency fund? The dollar amount is different for each person, but an emergency fund is simply a pot of money that you do not touch and is for sudden unplanned for major expenses, better known as emergencies. Emergency funds are essential throughout your life, whether you are working or retired, as emergencies can happen to anyone. If you are working, this could arise from a sudden loss of employment or emergency car fix. For retired individuals, it could be for a big medical expense or emergency housing repairs. A standard rule for an emergency fund is three to four months of essential expenses for dual income families and five to six months for single income households. But that amount can vary depending on the sources of your income and your personal comfort level. An emergency fund's job is to be readily available and is typically best served just sitting in a savings account. Emergency funds are there to prevent life from jeopardizing your other goals and derailing your financial future. You hope you never have to use it, but if that emergency arises, you will be glad you planned ahead. To learn more about this topic and the rest of my top five fundamental strategies for achieving financial success, go to scfinancialgroup.com or call our Bellevue office at 425-451-2950. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to Retirement Freedom. I'm Shane Kloniger, Susan Carter, Alex Carter here with me. Thank you so much for uh, listening with us. Really appreciate it. Uh, bam, we're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Tax Cuts and Job Act. Yep. Well, that's, you know, what a great title. Yeah. Uh, what a fantastic title, right to the point, what's happening. How many times have you seen such a simplistic title on legislation involving finance? Mm-hmm. It actually, and it actually describes has, its intent. It actually has more more breadth and depth to it than the title. Uh, and I'm happy about that. Yeah. I'm happy for my clients. I'm happy for my fellow Americans. I am happy that finally somebody with some sense comes along and actually puts something together that will actually make a difference on the GDP instead of let's all talk about what's going to have the difference. And I watch all these guys that are supposedly on these finance committees that have probably never even taken an accounting 101 course or a finance course in their life. And it, by the way, it should be a requirement uh, that if you are going to be a politician and you are going to be on a finance committee, please at least take one business course. Yeah. I mean, doesn't that make sense if you're controlling a whole country's direction? Yeah. Uh, wow. So I'm really happy about this. This is great. This is so over, uh, you know, what is this? My 30 some year. I don't even know what it is now in the business and financial industry. And I can tell you that finally I see something that I think I can work with here. Yeah. Absolutely. There's plenty there, especially on the business side. I love the fact that the tax rate has been brought down on the corporate side. Absolutely. And and the pass-through, which we mentioned briefly in the first segment, is huge for the small business owners who are still reporting their their um, business income on their personal taxes. To be able to get a 20% um, reduction mm-hmm. as a, uh, through that pass-through, 
that is amazing. Uh, it's disheartening for many people. And I've talked to so many folks who try to break through that terrible burden of having to pay such a heavy amount of taxes when they're trying to employ one or two impl- well, it's, people. It's, and it's, they just want to get traction. They just want the tires down. to start going. It slows down small business. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah. It's it's the largest employer in in the country. You can't slow you can't slow that down mm-hmm. if you're trying to compete with GDP. Uh, well, no wonder they haven't had to raise interest rates for so long. Uh, you know, I mean, if you want to jump in on this conversation, anybody anybody wants to jump in the conversation, yeah, whatever your thoughts us, are, eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. We are live here on a Saturday. I should say mid-morning now. Yeah. Live Saturday, mid-morning. Nice Give us morning. a call. It's still it's morning. It's free That's noon. For it. It's always morning, post-noon. Uh, 800-465-8770. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. You can call with any question you like financial, especially on the tax package. Maybe you're trying to figure out some components on how it you know fits into your life. Be more than happy to uh, to listen to what you have to say and answer the best we can. Uh, once again, 800 800- Four six five eight seven seventy. We're taking all callers. Your calls always come first. We've been doing the show now for it's in our ninth year, and what I'm going to tell you is whatever topic you bring to the table, and however you want to call in, and whatever you want to talk about financially, we'll jump track, talk about that, and come back to what we're talking about. So, maybe. Uh, if maybe. We can, if we can remember what or we were talking about. Well, a lot of yeah. times, what happens when our callers is their topics are more interesting than I what I can come up with. So I'll jump on their track, and we'll take that for the rest of the hour. But yeah. once again, that's uh, 800-465-8770 if you want to call in. You had a thought, Alex. Uh, yeah. Well I, well, I want to challenge anybody if they want to talk about the difference between static revenue and dynamic revenue in the impact on the GDP because that's the the, the the static revenue and the impact on that as if okay what did the tax changes how would it affect things as of right now if nothing changed the dynamic is obviously factoring in the changes that would happen and how they would be implemented and then they're projecting of you know if they lower the, the corporate tax rate it would have an X amount of impact mm-hmm. on revenue for the government as of right now but then if people pay a lower tax rate, okay, then what happens after people implement those changes? Yeah. You know, and what is the then net effect they're trying to predict what will ultimately be the case? That's the dynamic side. So when Shane, I thought of that when Shane was saying, you know, we want to challenge us on something or, or argue with us on something. That was actually about, Susan saying. Oh, that was, that was you I would never say that. So, <laughs> so when calls like that come in, I go, Susan, what is your thought? That's there all, you go. That's the way it works. You're the one who said that. You're the one argue. that made that offering. Yeah. No, uh, no. But, you know, I, I think, you know, the... The, the really funny stuff in all of this, the really cool stuff, I should say, is, you know, getting into the weeds of the, the economic stuff. You know, I'm an economic nerd and, and I, and I love really just to kind of see the projections of the big impact, you know, of the economic, the right. 35,000 foot, because that's, that's a little bit actually easier to predict when you're just looking at, you know, billions of dollars saved or, or spent in, in one direction. But what's really hard is actually getting down to the individuals and how people will incorporate the tax changes into their lives. You know, whether it has an impact on somebody at all or, or not at all is, it depends on the individual. You know, coming back to the pass-through side, you know, pass-through uh, income for small businesses, get an immediate 20% deduction off the top of the, tw- the business income, but it's also uh, industry specific. You know, so our industry, right. financial services, nope. Doctors, nope. Lawyers, nope. But carpenters, absolutely. So it depends, you know, how you're paid, W-2, 1099, well, and your business. Most importantly on that, <clears throat> excuse me, most importantly on that, what you want to do is make sure that you are, if you are a small business owner, you should make sure you get a review 
from a tax person how you're filing your taxes for 2018. Yeah. Just a discussion. And you want to do that early. Right. Because you don't want to have that discussion in, in November or December and then and then think that you can change all of these aspects. You've got to jump on this right away. It's the one thing you can do for yourself that I think is the most beneficial if you're a small business owner. From there, I think you should also be looking at the way you're saving for your retirement Absolutely. as a small business owner. Absolutely. Um, you know, all of these things are going to be connected. So the best thing to do is just get an, a complete overview of what's going on. At SC Financial Group, we actually will do that for you complimentary. This isn't some fluff thing that we're going to do for you and give you two pieces of paper back and say, here, take this to your accountant. We're going to do a thorough review. You're going to get more clarity than you've ever had around that. This would be the good year if you've ever thought about doing that. This would be a good year to do that because of the fact that we're going to look at all these different angles and we're going to give you things to write down to ask your tax person. Um, and so, but please, if you get nothing out of the show and you're a small business person, have someone review it. Well, I'm going to put two points on that. One yeah. is that the depreciation schedule has been radically changed to allow you to take full depreciation of basically um, certain types of assets, but mainly I'm going to give an example here of a, if you're looking to in, purchase major equipment that has a lifespan of under 20 years, mm-hmm. you can deduct all of that in one year. Plus, the interest that you can write off on a business loan, the threshold for that has gone up. So here you have the opportunity to take advantage of two different, two changes in the tax law, leverage that, and that way your business is, is growing mm-hmm. off of this, off of these, and that leaves you with more money for you to, re- to put towards your own personal retirement. Because yeah. we see this so many times that people are constantly plowing all their money back into their business. Not getting to be right off those depreciations, not taking advantage of of a business loan, perhaps for a very viable concept, and you're slowing your business's growth down. Mm-hmm. Plus, you're not saving for your retirement, and you might actually end up at the same place anyway. Yeah. So why right. not give you the chance for the, the better growth? It's Let's, just uh, taking advantage of what's available. Exactly. Yeah, uh, we got a caller. Let's go to uh, line one, uh, Susan from Snohomish. Hey, Susan, how are you? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello, Thank Susan. Um, oh, hey, hello. thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. You had a you had a question around your deferred comp. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So, say like if a person is turning seventy and a half in two thousand eighteen, um, can mm-hmm. he still take deferred compensation you know, from where he's working? You know, like a, it's been twenty four thousand a year that you can you can kind of sock away for retirement. But um, once you turn seventy and a half, is that still applicable? And, no. and this person is still employed in 2018. He's still correct? employed, yes. Okay, yeah, that makes a big difference. Okay, so so the, the 70 and a half ruling, it, it, or what you're talking about, is is for required minimum distribution. So that that's the 70 and a half thing, and so that's where you have to you're forced to take a certain percentage out in the first year, 3.65 percent from IRAs or or 401ks or qualified retirement plans. But if you're still an active participant. You do not have to take from the 401k. If he's still working, then he can not. Uh, he can continue to defer, put money into the 401k past 70 and a half, and he's not required to take it out until he's no longer an active participant. Uh, now, are you talking about deferred compensation as a program, or are you talking about just deferred compensation? I want to make sure I understand your question, Susan. Deferred compensation as a program. As a program is what is referred. Yes, a you program. can. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes, yes. And, and that and everything that Alex said, everything flows through correctly as what he was talking about. That is correct. And you can. Yes. Oh, the way so, the way it's viewed is there's two separate programs. There's IRAs and there's ERISA plans. And what ends up happening is whether it's non-qual or qual, qualified or non-qualified are the two differences there, is they're they're viewed differently. But if you're employed except for the IRA side of the map there, you're you're pretty good overall. So um, you have another question. Oh. You have another question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, um. So does he have to take um, social security at seventy and a half, even though he's employed? Well, here's a different story. Um, there's no social security at age seventy. That's the maximum credit you're going to ever receive in your life. So if you don't take it. The government's just going to keep it. Meaning, if, if you don't sign up, if you don't sign up yeah. for there's it, no benefit. There's to no delay. benefit for delaying past the age yeah. of seventy. You, you were getting an eight percent credit every year, Susan, for delaying it. Let's say your yeah. your full retirement yeah. age is sixty seven to seventy. Uh, but yes, you are correct. And it's it's not seventy and a half. It's age seventy, 70. on your birthday. Yeah. That that's the max the social security benefit will ever be. So even though you might still be working and and you might and not. If you could control the income and you could continue to delay it and get a and credit, you would. Yeah. But for Social Security, there is no benefit, so you might as well start it at age 70, and you're going to pay the taxes on it, but you can yeah. save it or spend it. So or, you, you've well, exhausted your deferral okay. point at that point. Correct. Yeah. Ha- Go ahead. However, okay. if, you, if you don't need... Susan, if you don't need the income from that Social Security benefit, one thing, one strategy you might want to consider is reinvesting that in a tax-deferred vehicle and there are still some options available for you for that uh, we'd have to talk you know with you further about that but there's yeah. ways to not just keep com- compounding the taxation yeah. of that money is there uh, are you going to have a pension involved in this as well from the yeah. current employer yeah yeah so if you yeah here, here's the thing is that when you're dealing with pensions and you require minimum distributions from IRAs that you have to take at 70 and a half and then you also have deferred comp, et cetera, and then Social Security. When you pile all that up, what we tend to see, Susan, is we, we tend to see people with too much income in their 70s. It doesn't sound like a problem. It sounds like a great deal. <laughs> but what ends up happening is you end up actually paying a lot in taxes unnecessarily. So uh, if you, the more you can defer based on any combination, it's the better if you don't need the income. If you need the income, then it's a non-event. It's not an issue. But oftentimes people would prefer to defer it because cost of living and and medical expenses can rise in your 80s. And that's when you would prefer to be able to draw that money out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did we answer your question? Well, one other question. Absolutely. Can you still contribute to an IRA? Uh, you, you cannot. Yeah, not past 70 and a half. You can contribute to a 401k, but if you are over 70 and a half, whether you're working or not, you cannot contribute to an IRA, no. And actually, you're going to want to continue to contribute to the 401k and not an IRA. And the reason is, is if you contribute to the IRA, unless it's a Roth, you're going to have the issue of uh, required minimum distributions anyway. So you're, 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 you're adding to a higher tax liability. At the same time, you're forced to take the money earlier. With the 401k, while you're still employed, you can defer out that required minimum distribution. But when he, when you when when that person retires, then you have to start taking your required minimum distributions for that year. 
Yeah, these, these these are great questions. These are the exact questions you should be asking. And you know, you've got these income sources, both you know, cash flow in and out. And and you know, like Shane was saying, it's it's sometimes it's a good problem to have, but you still want to be as effective and efficient as possible, so that you make sure that you know you worked so hard and, and so long for building up these pots of money and earning these social security and pensions. You, you want to make sure you make the most of it. So these are really great questions, Susan. So one Wait, last you have, question. Do you have another one for us? Yeah, of, shoot. One, one last question about um, uh, Roth conversions um, from any yes. traditional um, IRAs. Yeah. Can that still be done at 70? Yes. Yeah, there is there is no limit on the conversion. There's only a limit on the on the contribution. Uh, one thing to make okay. uh, the tax package that just came through, just so you know, is that uh, I mean the biggest advantage the timing of doing a conversion to a Roth is when the market's down. If you're an equity investor, are you thinking about doing one for 2018? If if yeah. you're thinking about doing one for 2018, Susan, and there you have a fair amount of equity in the portfolio, I would urge you to wait for the conversion. And the reason why is if the market corrects, you convert the components that are down. It lowers your tax liability. Then when the market comes back up, that all comes back up tax-free. Yeah, and you also don't want to do the conversion if there is a taxable portion, like Shane was saying. If you have high-income years, if you're still working in 2018, you wouldn't want to do it then because any of the gains would be treated as currently taxable going into the Roth portion. So you'd want to do it after you've retired, when your income is is reduced so that it's not paying taxes on a higher rate. Especially if you have a down market in the last quarter of the year because then you can really get a good idea of what you've taken in income. Yeah. Uh, well, what about um, because if you have the Roth IRAs, um, you can have your yeah. kids inherit those, right? But correct, it's still that is traditional. Then, then all the taxes still have to be paid on it. Well, they can, they can still inherit the traditional IRAs. They don't have to take a lump sum. They can extend it out and just take the required minimum distributions as an inherited IRA. So you can still oh, delay can. that combination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you know, what's interesting about the conversion, Susan, is when I look at all the different calculations that we use around that, I always come back to the same theme, which is what type of an investor are you? If you're a heavy yeah. e- equity investor, it really makes it, it's a huge advantage. If you just have the money sitting in low-paying CDs, I would suggest that you not do that because you're going to pay a higher tax bill than what you're actually collecting over time. Um, and so that, that you got to take a look at those combinations. But as far as a, a way to pass on assets to kids, I think it's wonderful, one of the best ways out there. And if you were looking at just that and not really worried about the taxation on it eventually or the, the adjustment because of equities, then I would say you could do that at any point in time for your own estate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you very much for your answers. I appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> that's well, what we're here for. We probably gave you more than you wanted, but now you're, you're fully loaded for oh, bear, so great. go get them. And good, <laughs> good luck on your new time change. Oh, really, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. I have to say, I do love this time. It's, it just beats 8 a.m. in the morning. On Sundays? On Sundays. Yeah. All the heck. It does. Well, Actually, I saw I saw an old picture of us on KTTH. I look so much younger. It was really a great picture. I had, for you, too. Uh, you know, uh, time has treated you just fine, Shane. You think so? I, Thanks, I don't Alex. think you need to you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I appreciate that. Right back at you, buddy. Right back at you. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, trying. Uh, yeah. You know, but I, I saw, and it actually had the clock in the in the picture. I saw that picture. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it actually had the clock in the picture. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. I'm going to throw the number out there, 800-465-8770. If you'd like to be next in line and get the same type of uh, answers that Susan got or maybe a few different ones, we'll give those as well. Uh, 800-465-8770 if you want to call in. 
listening with Shane, Susan, and Alex, Retirement Freedom. Stay with us. We're coming right back. You're listening to Retirement Freedom. Shane, Susan, and Alex will be right back. So call in now to get free, impartial answers to your questions. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Did you know the type of account you open with a financial firm could affect how you communicate with them as well? There are some accounts that require your financial advisor to call you with every investment decision to be made. This includes making a trade on a difficult market day when the advisor recommends to sell a position. If you are not available, then the trade does not occur without your approval. A discretionary advisory account, however, allows you to designate your financial advisor as a fiduciary to make prudent investment decisions on your behalf. This allows the advisor to make decisions during all hours without your direct okay on each trade made. If you would like your advisor to manage the account to do the best of their abilities and not call you during your me time, then give SE Financial Group a call. 425-451-2950. That's 425-451-2950. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Hi, this is Susan Carter of SC Financial Group in Bellevue. Do you know we speak at high schools, investment clubs, church and college gatherings as guest speakers? We really enjoy getting out into the community and presenting all types of customized speeches and workshops as needed. Do you have a group function that requires new presenters? Please give us a call in our Bellevue office at 425-451-2950 or contact us through our website, scfinancialgroup.com. Once again, the number to call, 425-451-2950 or online through scfinancialgroup.com. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back, everybody. Retirement Freedom. Shane Kloniger here. Susan Carter, Alex Carter taking calls uh, and uh, doing all kinds of stuff here and yeah. uh, taking a look at our website as well, scfinancialgroup.com. That's scfinancialgroup.com. You can go there and find out all about us. We're an advisory team based out of Bellevue, Washington. We've had Retirement Freedom, our show now, for going into its ninth I want to say ninth season. It sounds more sports oriented, but I'm going to say our ninth year. Yeah. Uh, and if you take a look around our website, scfinancialgroup.com, you'll see that we offer free complimentary consultations, really in depth. If anybody's offered that for you and you got a two pager on your retirement, guess what? That's not us. Uh, we are going in depth with you to figure out exactly what's going on. And we're happy to do that complimentary. That is our business model. It has been since we started the firm. Uh, once again, that's scfinancialgroup.com. If you want to call in the show, it's always live. Your calls come first. 800-465-8770. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. If you want to call into the show, uh, feel free to do that. And uh, you know what? It could be on anything that you want to talk about. It doesn't have to be on the topic that we're we're, we're talking on. It could be on anything. Uh, let's go to uh, Gordon from uh, Duval. Hey, Gordon, how are you? I'm doing can great. Can you hear me? Great. Hey, thanks for calling the show. We appreciate it. 
Uh, what you doing today? You out, uh, I see you have a small business question, so I'm assuming that you're you're still working today. No, actually, I'm retired. Okay, there my, you go. <laughs> my, my question is about the rental properties, and if the if any of the mm-hmm. tax changes are going to affect that. Well, you could call that a small business. Is that going to affect that in any way yeah. that you know of? Well, I mean, I you know we we were talking earlier. I think the biggest is going to be the actual tax rate. Uh, I think that the tax rate dropping is going to be greatly beneficial. I also think the type of business that you have, uh, you know, you're going to be able to take a a rather large deduction, additional deductions, and we were talking about basically 20%. Uh, I think you're going to be able to have that to look at as well. Uh, If you're in, um, uh, what type of small business? Well, How's your business structured? Yeah, it's it's real estate. It's a rental, uh, rental property. Okay, sure. Yeah, your rental properties. So I think when you're dealing with rental properties, the, the biggest question that I always get from uh, clients that we work with that, that have a great deal of rentals is how is, you know, how, how the properties are structured and how does the limitation on the, the interest deductions, how is that going to play out? So let me ask you a couple questions so I, I can make under, I make sure that I'm understanding what you're asking me. How many rental properties do you have? I have. Well, I have. I'm only want to talk about one. The other one is kind of complicated. So I have one that's okay, rented no, no out problem. and it's in management. It's okay. Uh, I have it in management and it's out in uh, in the DC area. Okay. okay. And you know, I'm a long distance landlord, so I have paying seven percent for for management. Sure. For the I'm management, I've been Which... depreciating it. I've been dip, depreciating it for about ten years now. Okay. And so, all right. I'm wondering what. Well, every here, here's here's what you do is you take a look at that. Uh, uh, you're going to get the the spreadsheet that you're going to get from your management company at the end of every year, right? For you to do your taxes, you're going to get yep. that. You're gonna, you're going to run down there and you're going to look at that depreciation number that you see when you do your taxes. Plus, you're going to add all that other information in from your management company. When you're on there and you're looking at those lines, uh, you know, do you remember what the interest deduction is, or is it completely paid off? No, I'm. I have a small. Uh, I have about ten percent of the value still. Now about a quarter of the value still uh, as in a mortgage. Okay, what's the value of the property roughly? For about four seventy. Okay, so I don't think based on that with the most recent rates, unless it's a really old mortgage, um, I don't. It's not going to have an effect on you one way or the other. But I, I haven't, you know, we're not tax experts and we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're just going off of some, some generics here. But at the same time, we know based on the ceiling of that, uh, $10,000 cap that you're, or 15,000, I'm sorry, it's a $15,000 yeah. interest cap, sorry, the $15,000 interest cap that, uh, you're, you're in safe zone on that. Yeah, you know, like Shane was saying, uh, I think, you know, the biggest impact for you will actually be just on your uh, effective tax rate because of the, the brackets changing. So, you know, with the rental income being passive income, the biggest impact that you're going to see is just being at, you know, rates, paying lower rates at your in individual brackets. So, you know, you, you might run up into the state and local tax deduction. Um, you know, the, that's, you know, a, a small piece of it that you have there. Some of the depreciation aspects, you know, there will be some fringe tangential benefits that you'll see there, but I really think the biggest impact you're going to see is just the change on the individual brackets and how your income is taxed. No, I agree on that. Yeah. Did that, did that answer your question, Gordon? 
Did you have yes, another one for good. us, or are you good? good? Okay, great. Well, hopefully we just Thanks, saved Gordon. you four hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Gordon. All right, Gordon, thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Another, do you have a thought, Susan? No, I think you got Oh, I know you have a thought, but did you have a thought on this <laughs> Yeah, call? I do have yeah. thoughts, yes. <laughs> That's a put-down, Shane. We're I not know, allowed what, to do that. Oh, my gosh. What am I doing? My long-standing business partner. Yeah. What did I just do? You know, but I, I think, you know, something interesting that, you know, his question there is, you know, if you're an individual and you just own a rental property and it's just passive income, yeah. you know, that while it does just flow through to you, it's not necessarily a small business. You know, right. if, if you own uh, real estate properties through an LLC and you manage them yourself and that is your business, then that can be a pass through. So really, you could have the same property, same thing. It's just how you categorize it yeah, and, and you file taxes. And that's, right. that's the vetting you're going to have to do on your own business Absolutely. this year, I believe. Yeah. Uh, if you want to call in, get next in line. It's 800-465-8770. Once again, that's 800-465-8770. If you want to call into the studio, be happy to take your call. Right now, I'm going to go to lane two, Eileen from Kent. Hi, Eileen. How are you? Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. How, how are you? Good morning. Doing good, and you? Um, we're doing Very great. Well. Yeah. Uh, I understand. Did you have a, a question on annuities? I do. I'm just kind of wondering about the annuities where it, uh, you're guaranteed the amount when you pass. I, I mm-hmm. realize it's a high um, interest, a percentage paid. Or, I'm wondering if that's yeah. a good way to go. Well, let me ask you a couple questions. Um, Eileen, are, are you retired? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you have any other sources of income besides Social Security? Do you have a pension? No. You don't. Okay. Uh, no. What What attracted you to this philosophy to begin with? Was just the surety of income? Oh, uh, that. But then now, when I think about how high the uh, percentage, uh, I understand is about three and a half percent. Are you speaking of kind of Are you talking about the fees? A good way to go. I now, is this money? Is, okay. um, is this money that you're? If if you were to put this money into an annuity, would you need to be drawing money back out of that to support your living expenses? Yes, Probably that's what you, so, you're referring. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And is it guaranteeing you some kind of a of a um, what we call it a living benefit um, and a certain amount that you can withdraw per year that's guaranteed? Well, what it is, it's my 401k that was put into this annuity. Okay. okay. So I am draw- having to draw on it. I see. Is it a fixed annuity, do you know, or is it a variable? Have you heard those terms yet? Yeah. Um, yes, I've heard both. Okay. Uh, do you uh, know which one you own? Is it a variable? Can uh, you Can you change the investments underneath, do you know? I don't think so. Okay, it sounds like it's a fixed annuity. Yeah, it does to me too. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, there's so many different versions out there, Eileen. Uh, you know, we'd have to t- probably take a look at it to make sure we gave you an accurate answer. But uh, as far as uh, the amount of, when you're saying three and a half, are you talking about the fees or the amount you're collecting per the year? The fees. The fees. Okay. okay, so my guess is that's probably a variable annuity, and you probably have an older version. How long ago did you buy that? Oh, I think you know? it was um, in 2010 or 2011. Okay. So what happens in that market, in the annuity market, is a lot of things change over time. And uh, sometimes you can do an upgrade and you can see an advantage by a lowering fee 
Okay. There's been a lot of changes uh-huh. in that market over the last 12 months. And what I can tell you, there are annuities out there that have a lot lower fees. So I would suggest okay. that you kind of shop around and take a look at what's available. Um, it's one way for you to go ahead and reduce your fee and increase, okay, the amount that uh, you're actually collecting and because you're saving more in fees. So instead of paying them more fees, you might as well go ahead and just take the distribution so you have a better living uh, standard. And and that's what we look at. So I'd be happy to review it for you at no charge and just tell you what, what else is out there. If there. Or you might have a great one, and I'll tell you to keep it. But what you should do is review it from time to time to make sure that it, you're not overpaying. Okay. Well, okay. that's what I'm concerned is three and a half percentage on annuity. It just seems yeah. like a lot. And then again, it, you know, because I've heard where 2% is a, a good way to go. Well, it's, they're, they're, it's really a combination of, of what you're paying for what you're getting. Yeah. And that's where okay. a review would really assist you in understanding that. And there are so many different types of annuities out there that I would actually encourage you to take advantage of having a professional do a review for you, explain mm-hmm. to you exactly what you have, and then what is well, out there that broker. might... I have one. Okay. And that's what okay. I'm just kind of wondering if I'm going in the right direction because I really yeah. have yeah. no knowledge about this stuff. Uh, well, I'll tell so you I what we do when we do our reviews, Eileen, is that mm-hmm. we actually use a third-party software and we do a side-by-side comparison uh, to compare what you have and then what else is available out there. And it will actually break down the fees and, and all kinds of detail information on a side-by-side basis, not just what we subjectively think one way or the other. Um, it just gives you a good way to actually have something uh, concrete that you can compare. And I suggest that you do that. Even And you can even ask your current advisor if they can do that for you. Okay, uh, But I would say that you should review it. If, if you're paying over 3% in fees... Um, I'm not saying that, that it's, it might, might be a great annuity. It depends on what you're collecting and what it's offering. And you got to compare the cost and benefit for you personally. Um, however, I would okay. take a look around because the last couple of years, it's, the fees have come down quite a bit. Uh, so I would take oh, a look okay. at that, okay? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Yeah, I, right. I'll Did go that, back to my broker. But give me your, your phone number um, sure, in case sure. I uh, The phone number, you, you got bet. it. You got it. The phone number here in Bellevue is 425 451 Two nine five zero. Once again, that's four two five four five one two nine five zero. Happy to do a complimentary review for you. No obligation to be, you know, for us to be your broker at all. It's just something that we've always offered from the office. Uh, uh, we think it's a a prudent way for everyone to go. Okay. Great. Thank you very much. Thank, Good. Thank, all right. Thanks, Eileen. Have a great Saturday. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. And that's, let's go ahead. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm sorry. I was just going to also just give her accolades for for um, taking for reviewing. Oftentimes, people make these big financial decisions and then just let it sit. Just throw it, throw it in the drawer. Right. So not, good job. Yeah. yeah, and if you have an annuity, I strongly urge you to to refresh and take a look at that. The fees, the fee loads these days are different, and the way they're packaged are different. It might be beneficial for you instead of just paying a straight percentage all the time. Take a look at all the other combinations that are out there. There's a lot of new stuff coming down the pike that I. Think Think will be beneficial for annuity owners to reduce their fees. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, right away, without giving up number, because we're, we're almost out of time. We're coming up against the end of the hour here. Uh, let's go to uh, line one, Tom from Olympia. Hey, Tom, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Tom, are you with Thank us? Thank you for taking Oh, fantastic. Absolutely, Tom. Um, I'm going to do my best have, to fit in you your, your, your question here. 
I'm sorry, are you there? Uh, yes, yes, yes go ahead. Yes, I had a gentleman, you had a gentleman on a couple uh, callers ago. Anyway, I own a, um, a mini storage to an LLC where the profits okay. pass through to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm carrying a mortgage of about a million dollars on it. And, my, and the oh. property taxes are running a little over 20000 a year. Okay. Will I continue to be able to write those off? Uh, so the, there's the business side and then the, there's the personal side. So as a business, yes, you absolutely can. Cause it's a business asset. You can depreciate a- business, business assets and that there's an expense to the business for, for the interest on that. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, you're essentially two people here. You are a business and you're an individual. And so, you know, the, the uh, tax cut and jobs act actually benefits both sides of what you're doing, uh, you know, actually very well. So the business interest on the property, yes, absolutely, you can still deduct that. And then once you've covered the business costs and then there's some business income, you're going to get a deduction, a, a 20% deduction on that business income before it passes through to you, Tom, as the individual. So, Tom, you're the, you're the exact type of person that we were talking about earlier that we think benefits they, yeah. greatly. They built from it for you, Tom. Congratulations. Yeah, it should, it should say the Tom Act is what it should say on there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, one other quick question. I do own a vacation rental under my own name, okay. and uh, okay. I'm assuming that I will be limited on. Well, I don't own a mortgage, but on um, the property tax okay. on that. Um, yeah, up, up I roll to 10, that into that my is LLC to be able to gain advantage. Well, we're we're not we're not tax attorneys here, Tom. Tom, but what I can tell uh, you is, is you should take a close look at that. Uh, and the reason why is because we're going to see a lot of these changes occurring. Well, I should say the IRS is probably going to see a lot of transfers and renames and re-coordination of different types of businesses this year. And I think that uh, when you're breaking out the assets, I think you should go ahead and take a look at that to see how that, that affects you. Um, in the end, I think it's probably going to be a positive event for you. Yeah, it, but it's certainly something to explore. It, it is a good idea. Yeah, and talk. Did you, do you have a tax person you work with, Tom? I do. Okay. Yeah, I would run all that by him. I mean, the, a lot of tax people appreciate it when you you know you come in with a summarized sheet of exactly what you want to do or what your thoughts are, um, and then just knock them out with them and then let them comment on because they know your taxes personally. They're going to be able to uh, quickly run down if they think it's to your advantage or not. Yeah. And one question your accountant will probably ask you is is whether or not you are using that vacation home for your own personal use as well as as a rental property. So you'll need to calculate that. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I certainly appreciate it. No, well, thanks for your Tom. call. Thanks for taking the time, Tom. Have a great weekend. Yeah, and, and congratulations on having that bill be designed. Yeah, just yeah we're going to change the name in the office now, Tom. It's the Tom Act. <laughs> okay. No, hey, wow. not, not, not too bad of a first show, right? Back, being back on KTTH, I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm loving yeah. the callers. No. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen with Shane, Susan, and Alex. Uh, we're going to be right back. You're listening to Retirement Freedom. Jane, Susan, and Alex will be right back. So call in now to get free, impartial answers to your questions. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. Hi, this is Alex Carter from SC Financial Group with an important message. Don't let your fears and your past control your future or put yourself down for things that have already happened. 
Henry David Thoreau once famously said, never look back unless you are planning to go that way. Good advice, but let's face it. It is hard to not look back at your mistakes, especially when it comes to financial decisions. We understand your concerns, like the feeling you are wasting your opportunities or being afraid your money is sitting and doing nothing, but also fearing any decision may make things worse. At SC Financial Group, our mission is to bring you both confidence and peace of mind knowing you are on track towards achieving your financial dreams. Start down the right path today and take advantage of our complimentary consultations and retirement analysis to find out how you can get moving forward again towards achieving your financial dreams. The first step is easy. Just call our Bellevue office at 425-451-2950 or go online to scfinancialgroup.com and request your complimentary consultation. Securities offered through Cataray Grant and Company Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for staying with us. We appreciate it. Uh, really enjoyed our our return inaugural show. That's what I'm going to call it. Work for that. I'm yeah. making up all kinds of stuff today. I got the tomac. I got the tomac going. Yeah. Reinaugural. I, I like that. that. that yeah. Off the cuff. That was good, Susan. Yeah. Real quick, right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so much for only having one thought. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hear about that all week. Yeah, no, I think so. All week. Either that, or I'm just gonna pick the one thought for you. Make yeah, sure you get I, lots I, of work in one that, area. That, that, uh, we, well, we, as you we, can we, tell, we really love working together as a team, and we we do all of our work on this kind of a basis. If you come in and you work with us, and we give you a consultation, and you decide you like what you're seeing, you get three advisors, not just one. It's three, it's, yeah. it's a fun way to work. And boy, you know, we learn so much from one another too. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun that. and effective way to do it. You know, be be able to uh, diversify our time and, and our skill sets mm-hmm. and complement one another. And uh, you know, that if one of us has an idea, we put our heads together. Usually, that's the, the, the you know what the first person was thinking is the outcome. But being able to have you know three talking heads and, and figure stuff out together is usually pretty beneficial. Well, you know, even when we're all having not our best days. One of us is having a great day. Well, yeah, one of us is rocking. Yeah. And that's the way it works when yeah. you have a team. Usually it's three right. out of three, but, you know, that's why you do have a team. That's, that's one of the benefits, absolutely. You don't want that to happen too often because you get greedy. You want it all the time. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think uh, hopefully uh, everybody who's listened to the show today, you understand the way we're thinking. You know, and for the rest of this year, uh, when you call in, you'll understand all the different angles we take when we're answering these questions. We truly are trying to get to the best answer for every person uh, the calls, and we really appreciate the calls. Um, and mo- more importantly, though, is that uh, we want you guys to know that, that our listeners on KTTH, uh, that if you do take the time to call, we're going to give it our best effort and not just uh, give you generics. So uh, sometimes it takes a little longer to find the, uh, you know, find that find answer. The, yeah, find that answer. But so. if it was easy, then everybody would do it. That is true, right? That that is that is very very true. And Seattle uh, is a team city, so. Uh, yeah, it, sh- it absolutely is. Don't have any sports teams playing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just uh, us. <laughs> so you can go to our website at scfinancialgroup.com if you want to learn more about us. We are based out of Bellevue, Washington. We are centered right here in Bellevue. Take advantage of that. Come in and see us. You can meet with all of us. Uh, we'd love to help you out any way possible. Also, take a look at our workshops coming up uh, in February. In February. Uh, I think you'll want to attend that. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next weekend. been listening to Retirement Freedom with your hosts Shane Kloniger, Susan Carter, and Alex Carter, and sponsored by SC Financial Group. 
If you would like to meet personally to discuss your financial and retirement options, call 425-451-2950 to schedule your free consultation. That's 425-451-2950. And be sure to join us again next Saturday morning at 11, right here on AM 770 KTTH, for another edition of Retirement Freedom. Securities offered through Cateray Grant & Company, Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC.